Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. They March. Written by Terracron. Commander Mail, I advise against this. They've been isolated for a reason. Daravale, your concerns have been noted. Mind that you are here only as a courtesy. Your knowledge of them has been invaluable. You've done your duty. Let us do ours. Yes, sir. I merely wanted my objection stated for the record. Understood. Refrain from repeating yourself again. Amon, touch down at Point Lenon and proceed with occupation. Give me a status report every increment. Let me know when they've surrendered. Acknowledge. Commander, with their entire power grid destroyed, they won't put up much of a fight. Increment 1. Troops have touched down. Minimal resistance. Without communications, there appears to be widespread panic. Their military seems to be fighting back the pre-ascension-era kinetic weaponry. Nothing we can't handle. We've ignited major deposits of kinetic powder and fossil fuels to dissuade the use of military vehicles. Many humans laying down arms. Increment 39. Reports of humans taking psychokinetic blasts and remaining upright and fighting are false. Spreading of these rumors is considered an assault on morale and will be met with harsh disciplinary action. What do you mean they haven't surrendered yet? We've fried all their electronics, destroyed their fuel. I don't care how sturdy they are. Without power, they can't do anything. Commander, if I may. Not now, Darviel. Increment 104. Reports of the military convoys going missing and yet to be verified. Increment 166. After a short melee, human endoskeletons tougher than predicted. Camera feed shows entire platoon eviscerated with crude bludgeoning and piercing weapons. Human hit by hobbit tank main cannon is shown to get back up with surface-level lacerations and proceeds to taunt the vehicle while using artificial frontal claws to tear into it. Feed cuts out shortly after. Release the rust plague. Sir, that goes against military doctor. I am not losing this wall, Hamon. Increment 285. Reports of resistance lesson. Human pacification imminent. It really isn't. Shut up, Dariel. Increment 300. Human military leadership is, uh, missing. Mutiny? Unknown, sir. Increment 301. Human civilian leadership sent us a message delivered by courier. On screen. It's on a piece of processed wood, sir. Oh, um, what does it say? Suck it. Hamon, it does not literally say suck it on that document. I will feed you to my husband. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. It does, sir. They're taunting us, then. They have a secret weapon somewhere. Scan for energy signatures. Wide band. Inca, Commander, they're, um, they're here. What do you mean, they're here? They're outside. I'll take off. I'll land the ship on every last one of them if I have to. Sir, engines are not responding. Give me outside cameras. Deploy all troops. 
The camera showed the humans marching forward, clothes tattered, not a piece of metal on them. Many wore simple cloth or leather. Others had forgone all but the most basic of protection, having painted the skin in patterns conformed to that of ancient traditions. Those that could had grown beards. The army, wielding no visible weapons, marched forward as a chittering chitinous wave of enemy poured out of the mothership. They marched, all creeds and colors together, with all a grim resolution in their hearts and malicious glee in their eyes. As the wave of soldiers stopped before them and raised their weapons, screeching for them to halt, they marched. They marched as fire was opened up and barely stowed them down. Cannon fire threw some back, but they got up and were caught by those behind them. And then, when a few of their alien adversaries had begun to turn and flee, they stopped. Then one large human stepped forward, and then another. Along the entire lines, humans stepped forward, imposing figures all. And as one, they opened their mouths and let out the fiercest, most terrifying battle cry their opponents had ever heard. Then they charged. The army of thousands strong on feet clothed in fur, leather, or nothing at all charged the most advanced army in the world and tore it to pieces with their bare hands in less than an hour. Twenty minutes later, Commander Mayel, the subjugator, was an unpleasant stain. Hey, doll. Hey, Steve. You find an engine room, okay? Yeah, man, thanks. I tried to tell them. I really did. I know, buddy. No hard feelings. End of story. Story number two. Human Mating Rituals, written by Samuel Evans. Arthur and his friend Lazarlak entered a space station cafeteria for lunch and settled down with their trays on one of their back tables. Arthur hailed from Earth, and Lazarlak was a reptilian humanoid from the planet not too far away. They had been friends since their first assignment on a predominantly human space center out in Alpha Centauri. Now I'm telling you, a plasma-based energy conduit would work better than an alloy they're using now. I'm not disagreeing with you, Arthur, but plasma conduits are stupid, unstable, and the station isn't built for that. You'll blow all the resistors and workstations. I'm certain that they can handle it. Farrick technology isn't compatible or even reliable. In any case, you forgot, this is a Farrick bolt station. <laughs> you have no faith if we... Arthur cut off as soon as their friend, Dastriel, joined them at the table. Dastriel, what the hell is all over your feathers? asked Arthur. It looks like you got caught in a sandstorm, continued Lazolak. It looks like a red-scaled Farrick exerdiated all over you. Dastriel looked at the two with a hint of anger clouding over his eyes. If you're done with your vitriol, I'll let you know that it just how happens that my species mating season, and our mating ritual consists of covering our feathers with only the best and most brilliant red dust. I had to pay nearly 10,000 credits per half a pound to get this, and it's almost guaranteed to work. Arthur's eyes glazed over as he absorbed it. Lazalak just gave a knowing nod. I don't get it, said Arthur. Yet what? asked Durstriel. Well, mating rituals. Come on, your people have some, right? Nah, not one. Lazalak spat out his food with a crackle of that remark. What's that, Lazalak? Got something to say? retorted the annoyed Arthur. 
Arthur, I have worked and lived with humans almost my entire career, and saying you don't have mating rituals is frankly, to use the human expression, bullcrap. Humans have the most rituals out of any species. I'll even walk you down the list. Fine, then. If you think so, go ahead. Tell me all about these rituals, Arthur said with air quotes. Well, to preface this, I'll say that I've consumed a lot of human media, like video and books, and I've also been present for much such interactions while living in a human space center. Yeah, you have, responded Arthur. Okay, so just give me a minute and I'll rattle off the list. So humans use pickup lines to begin their courtship, and then even while in a mating bond, they continue to compliment their mate. I think it's on the same level as singing as well. Humans love to use music and recite poems. This all falls into a singing category of mating rituals. Then, humans also do nest building. This one varies a lot more. But I've seen many male human be successful because of his nest, his home, is the largest or the one of the better ones. Then, they have rocks. Many species use rocks of some kind, either gemstones or metal, for their mating rituals. And for humans, to seal their mating bond, a male typically offers a ring with a gemstone, usually a diamond, to the female. Then you got Dancing. One of their films, Dirty Dancing, is all about the male using dance to entice a female. It's a classic, and females also use it to attract lots of males. They produce all types of dance moves designed to seduce. Then you have the old classics, Power. Human males will attract mates by getting a lot of power, either through physical or economical means. They show it off with their big muscles, their nice vehicles, and the like. Lastly, humans use makeup and body workouts to improve their appearance to attract mates. They also focus on their clothes and how they look to potential mates, which I think is more involved than dust in your feathers. In addition to physical looks, humans also use scents they call perfumes and colognes to attract desirable mates. The craziest part, Distral, is that they will use almost all of these to get a mate, yet sometimes they don't need to. They have to find the right one for the right mate. I'm also sure that I might have forgotten a few, but those are the basic ones. Wow, that's a lot, said Distral. I'm really glad I'm not human. You and me both, said Lazalak. Arthur just sat there, stunned, his eyes wide. I never thought about it like that, he said, and then took a huge gulp from his drink. Hey, Lazalak. Yes, Arthur. Want to start going to the gym with me? End of story. Story number three. Reliability Matters, written by the Golden Kalk. That was the last thing I heard before he plunged his knife into my servo motors, completely disabling me. The line he taught me was stuck in my head. It was the first thing I heard again once my consciousness was re-uploaded. A knife, a carbon steel knife, had felt me such a primitive weapon against such an advanced combat bot. It was humiliating, the equivalent of a 2100s-era super-soldier being impaled by a Bronze Age spear. But it was 2286 now. Surely we were all so far beyond the outdated fighting implements. Everyone had abandoned melee combat weapons once the personal hard-light shields were invented. Everyone 
I thought aloud myself, as my new replacement chassis was through the standard diagnostic check. Everyone in my usual field, perhaps. I was a combat bot designed to fight against more conventional army. I wasn't meant to wrangle with insurrectionists who used such unconventional tactics. It's why I was bewildered when the human pulled out the knife and challenged me outright with my primary weapon had an electrical fault. What an idiot, I thought at the same time. It was just me and him. Our perspective squads had been wiped out when the firefight. I was so much larger, also had a head above my challenger, and I could punch twice as hard as he could. How could I lose? But the human knew I'd think that. He was so much more agile than me. He knew my weak spots, and he knew how to use that knife. It was his. How did the old phrase go? His rear was in the hole. What? Wait, that can't be right. Searching database. Ah, Ace, that definitely makes more sense. It's scantily familiar with poker, having never gambled, but as I read the database entry, I somewhat appreciated the irony of it all. To me, the human's knife seemed like a stupid bluff, but to him, it was an ace in the hole. But my hard light shield, and a weaker and cheaper model than normally sold, was the real bluff. He had broken through it, depleted its energy with only a few well-placed stabs. Maybe the head director had sprung for the stronger model. I could have simply outlasted the human. Speaking of director... BE-55, he called out as he entered the Diag room. He has news. I can tell it's never good news if he's giving a grin person. Sir... At ease, he said somewhat sarcastically, knowing I couldn't rise to attention while my diagnostic checks were still running. I have news. Bad news. Right so. Effectively, immediately, the station will be shut down and all active bots will be reassigned to non-combat roles. Why? Several of our clients have expressed a trepidation over continuing to use us as their private security provider. On top of the obnoxious moral debate that I'm sure you're aware of, we've discovered a number of mechanical and electrical issues that our other combat chassis, and the board and I agree that, current events withstanding, it was in our best financial interest to reassign bots as non-combat roles, where they will require less regular maintenance. You're not designed for what we're putting you through, not reliably enough, and in this economy, don't say it. Reliability matters. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And, if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.